Yo, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Turner. I got my guest, Dante. Uh, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? It's good to be back on the show again with your audience. And just to, it's always good to be on a wrestling takeover. Always. I appreciate it, man. Uh, so, everybody, me and Dante are just going to shoot the breeze, just casually just talk about all the happenings in pro wrestling, mainly WWE, um, specifically, because we got actually a lot to say about it. Um, but uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about something that's very interesting and something that's been going on over the past two years now. It's the bloodline storyline. It's the bloodline storyline. Um, I seen what Eric Bischoff said. Uh, we'll start there. Um, Dante, did you see what Eric Bischoff had to say talking about that the bloodline storyline is? Um, not better than the NWO storyline. Did you hear about that? Yes, I did. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know what it is about you know, and and I mean this with all respect and you know all of that good stuff. It's like the old timers just sometimes just don't see the good in what's happening currently. Um, I don't know why. Um, because we stand on their shoulders. They should be proud and happy um, that a storyline like The Bloodline is doing what it is doing. Um, I mean, the NWO was hot with time. Would the NWO work in today's wrestling? No. Um, it worked then, um, but it, it just seems like, you know, there's always someone discrediting it, it, it really is like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. It's always somebody discrediting and just not giving um, giving people their credit. I mean, the, the bloodline is a great story. We haven't had this in wrestling in a long time. I remember when there was no factions in wrestling. That was like, we never thought we would see factions ever again. I'm grateful that we now see factions again, and now we are seeing this incredible story um, from all of these um, challenges, and I don't know. I don't. I don't. I really don't get it. It's uh, it's pretty laughable, in my opinion. Um, I read that. And I'm just like, all right. Eric Bischoff is one of those dudes that just doesn't like today's wrestling. Uh, he's very critical of it, um, and. I don't know if he's a fan of the bloodline storyline or not, but at first glance, my opinion is I don't think he's a fan of it. I don't think he cares, but I don't want to put words in the man's mouth because um, he might actually enjoy it. So, but at first glance, I just thought he was a hater of the storyline and what we're you know witnessing right now. I'm going to go on record, Dante, and um, I'm going to tell you this. Um, I know we've seen the yes movement. 
the Yes Movement was iconic. Uh, it was great around its time in 2014 for WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans, Louisiana. I might get heat for this, but I I don't care. It's my opinion. It's my show. I say what I want. And I mean what I say. I think this entire bloodline story, wherever it's going, how it's going to end, we don't know. But this entire bloodline storyline over the past two years, it's been going on. This is going to be the greatest storyline since the Yes Movement. I think it's better than the Yes Movement storyline. And Roman Reigns, let me tell you something. Roman Reigns, when it comes to storytelling purposes, storytelling, I'm not talking about match quality. I'm talking about storytelling. All right. I believe Roman Reigns is the greatest final boss we've ever seen in WWE. He will be going down in my list of top 10, top five, even greatest storytellers in professional wrestling to ever step foot in WWE. What do you say about that? Um, what I say about that? I, I, I do feel like the bloodline is the appreciation for it is going to come when it's over. It's always like that. Everybody loves John Cena right now. When he was there, hated him. Nobody wanted him on TV. Wanted him, nobody wanted him to be champion, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if John Cena comes into town, he's like the Messiah, you know, returning. And I think people are really going to appreciate the bloodline when it's over. People say, oh, my God, do you remember when, you know, you know, this, that, and the third was the bloodline? And we, we wish we had that now. There's going to be such an appreciation for it. Um, I believe that Roman Reigns will go down as um, one of the greatest world champions ever. I believe that. Um, is it bigger than the Yes Movement? I, I, I personally wouldn't uh, compare the Bloodline and the Yes Movement. It was just two different dynamics. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was Brian against the establishment. That was <laughs> so know? good. It was Brian solo. He, yeah. He, he didn't have um, 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 an ally at all. No one, if you really think about the Yes Movement, no one really came out to help Brian. Brian had to wrestle. He had a fight. Claw, scratch, sweat, bleed his way to having that WrestleMania moment. Um, I just think it's two different types of heat, but both heat is, I guess, hot. I think that sounds a little dumb, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, I, I just, I just think I, I, I like the bloodline. Um, I will say, arguably, just to say it like this. Yeah. The greatest story in wrestling right now is the bloodline. It is. Agreed. Um, on any wrestling promotion, you look at any promotion um, that's out there, the bloodline is captivating TV. And you know you know when the bloodline is captivating TV when you can watch Monday Night Raw, Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn's in the ring. No bloodline members are in the ring. But it's still a bloodline storyline being told. Right. And they were able to sink in even more with just their exchange with the promo, with their promos last night. 
it is an over storyline. Roman wasn't there. Usos were there. Paul Heyman didn't show up. It was just Cody Rhodes. It was just Sami Zayn in the ring. It's a bloodline storyline, and not one member from the bloodline was in the ring. That's how over the story is. That not even a representation of the faction is there, but you know it's about what's going on within it. You know? Right. So no, I feel that. It's just a lot. Of, and I believe with the bloodline, there's going to be so many offspring from it. Sami Zayn is going to be an offspring from it. Cody Rhodes is going to be an offspring from it. Uh, we have no idea what's going to happen with Solo and the Usos. Um, it's going to be such an offspring, which is going to be really great for everybody. Yeah, let's uh, let's wing it. Let's wing it. We're both good at winging things like that and just bringing up stuff. Um, to go over your point, um, there's still people, I think WWE solidified it on Raw when they told you they didn't outright tell you, but they told you if you paid attention, right? The match at WrestleMania is going to be Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. That's solidified. There's still people, I understand, but there's still people that say Sami Zayn needs to beat Roman Reigns and become the undisputed champion. No. And I say no because... It's not the right time. Um, you got to think about Kevin Owens. You got to think of Jimmy and Jay Uso. What's going to happen with them at WrestleMania? The story, the whole complexion of the story involves multiple people, not just Sammy and Roman Reigns. Now it involves Cody Rhodes. It's been involving Kevin Owens and the Usos. We're leaning towards Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes, and we're leaning towards the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens being planned for WrestleMania that will officially start this Saturday at Elimination Chamber. Jay Uso. I thought Roman Reigns is going to get heat. Roman Reigns, when that man comes out. I haven't heard anybody compare this so I'm going to do it. Dante, you remember the reaction that John Cena got when he came out at ECW One Night Stand? Yep. You remember that fucking brutal, yep. blunt, real, fuck you real. type of reaction? Yep. I might get another hot take here, but I think it's going to, that reaction that John Cena got is going to be tenfold. It's going to be pity to the reaction that Roman Reigns gets this Saturday. When that man comes out, oh, man, I got chills thinking about it. Roman Reigns, we all know, is going to win at Elimination Chamber. We all know that. How is he going to win? That's the question. And I think that's when Jay Uso gets placed in this. You know, I have one of the homies, man. I, I'm trying to let him know what's going to happen. You know, Dante, one of my homies actually wants Sami Zayn to win at Elimination Chamber and have Jey Uso help Sami Zayn win to have it be a swerve. No, no. no. And, that, 
okay, that friend is not in the wrestling business. <laughs> yeah, um, no. I love him, man. It, 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 love don't got nothing to do with it. It's what makes sense. Right. <laughs> and, and that doesn't make sense. I think right now, if you're looking at storyline, if, if, if those that are listening are watching, um, Jay Uso is in a state of confusion. Right. The Elimination Chamber is going to come this Saturday on Peacock. Uh, thank you, WE, for your you plugging your you know review. Um, but Jay Uso is right now is in a state of confusion, and at Elimination Chamber, he will no longer be confused. I believe that Jay Uso is going to do what's best for the bloodline for the family. Yeah. And he's going to turn on Sammy Zayn. Exactly. And I think that's the, the Sammy Kevin Usos at WrestleMania. I really believe that right now. He's confused, but at the end of the day, blood is thicker than water. Sammy's not blood. He's water. And I think I think Jay's going to kind of come to his senses or have his come to whatever. And he's going to turn on Sammy, and it's going to be a big thing. And you're going to see the whole bloodline hugging and hugging it out and all that other stuff. And it's just, it's, it's just setting up the table for the big tag team match at WrestleMania. That's my prediction. That's what's going to happen at Elimination Chamber within regards to them. Um, that's what I think is going to happen. The whole, you're speaking nothing but facts here. You're speaking nothing but truth, as always. Um, I agree with you. Um, we've been on the same ballpark regarding that for months now. Um, listen, I get it. Sami Zayn, I understand. But no, no. You're going to kill two birds with one stone. You have two great storylines in the pipeline with two separate matches being planned for WrestleMania. You got Cody Rose and Roman Reigns. We'll get to that in a second. But you also have the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That storyline alone, all the heat that Roman Reigns is going to get at Elimination Chamber is going to go right to Jey Uso when Jey Uso turns on Sami Zayn. Jey Uso is going to go back to the family. He's going to acknowledge Roman Reigns again. And that's what's going to happen. The fans are going to be pissed. They're going to be crying. They're going to be, they're going to be irate. They might ride in that motherfucker. You feel me? They might ride over there. Love it. I can't wait. Um, you know, when it comes to uh, hot takes or whatever, but um, it's just our opinion. That's it. You know, we're just giving you guys our opinion and, and giving you guys the knowledge that you guys deserve. We're very smart. We know what we're talking about. Um, and Saturday night, it's going to be a night to remember. Uh, Sami Zayn will lose, but Sami Zayn's attention from Roman is going to go right to Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso with Kevin Owens, and then we're going to get to Cody and Roman. Um, speaking of them two, Dante, you know Roman Reigns is on the verge of surpassing a hundred, or not a hundred, but a thousand days as champion. You know that, right? Yeah. I'm just throwing this out. Don't be surprised if Roman retains at WrestleMania. Just saying. Um, I, I really think 
anything can happen. Uh, Roman can win. Roman can lose. Um, that's just how I'm kind of going into it. Yeah. Um, kind of just, um, yeah, I guess I would say I'm open mind about it. Um, well, let's hit for the record. Roman Reigns will Roman Reigns be the longest reigning WWE champion of all time? No, no, he will be the longest reigning champion of modern time. No one has ever held it this long, right? In year, right? There are other champions that I think Bruno San Martino was champion for eight, eight years, so that. Never gonna be broken. That record will never be broken. It, there will not be a champion for eight years. I think so. I don't think in my lifetime, um, or the lifetimes after me. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. Um, but he will be the longest reigning champion of this modern era. Um, most generations will only know Roman Reigns as their champion. Right. Most kids, you know, these kids that's growing up um, under us, they're gonna gonna look back and say Roman Reigns was my champion. That's what they're going to remember. Um, so I, I think it's a, if, if he surpasses and he becomes a thousand days champion, that's that 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 that's that's a Hall of Fame career. That's a retirement career right there. He has nothing left to prove, nothing left to do at that point, um, because it's like who, who's really who, who's really going to try to take that? Right. It's, it's just not going to happen. Um, he's been champion now for the last. Two, two and a half, three years. Um, it's, it's just as Roman as Roman's reign, you know. You know, pardon the pun, but as Roman's reign, it's his era, it's his time. He is the man. I think people are still saying that John Cena is still the face of the company. No, he is not. Roman Reigns is the face of the WWE. Now, I have a question for you. I have a question for everybody, actually. But specifically for you, Dante, if Cody Rhodes fails and loses to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, Roman Reigns retains, who really is going to beat him? Who would the next choice be? I don't know. Um, Now, now. Now, I will say, I will say, all right, I, I see people in the community um, voicing their opinion, deservedly so, but the fact that people are on Twitter saying that if Cody Rhodes doesn't beat Roman, Roman doesn't have anybody to lose to, that's inaccurate. I just named, I could name on the top of my head, two people off rip that if it's not Cody, it could definitely be these two people. And I'm talking about Gunther and Seth Rollins. Dante might have other names, but those are the two names that I'm thinking of immediately if Cody Rhodes ultimately loses at WrestleMania. I really hope he doesn't. Um, it's just like the handwriting is on the wall, you know, with um, his championship ring. I just really feel... It would really be like, oh, wow. Like, if he would lose, I'll be like, I, I, I wouldn't know what to say or what to do or how to feel at that moment. I would have a very um, emotional reaction to it as a fan. Because, it, 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 you know, WrestleMania is our Super Bowl. You right. know, we want, we want our team to win. So I am Team Cody Rhodes. 
Um, but I, I would just be like, wow, you know, it, it would really shock me. I really want Cody. Personally, I want Cody Rhodes to win. I'm a fan of Roman Reigns. I just feel like Cody Rhodes is the one that should be the one to dethrone him. I do believe that. Um, could it be Seth Rollins? Could it be Gunther? I, I really want Gunther to continue to go on with this Intercontinental Championship run. I really don't want him going for the World Championship right now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, let me let me comment on that because just because I brought him up as a possible uh, winner against Roman doesn't mean I actually want that to happen. Um, I'm with Dante. Um, I think Gunther needs to beat the Honky Tonk Man's record. I'm tired of seeing people. Sheamus, Sheamus, listen. I love Sheamus. I'm going to speak for me, and I'll let Dante speak for himself. I love Sheamus. I think Sheamus is great. Sheamus is doing some of the best work of his entire, entire career. My personal opinion. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I want Sheamus to lose. That's my mindset. I'm already solidified in my mind mentally. I want Gunther to beat the Honky Tonk Man's record. I'm sorry. I know the entire community, for the most part, wants Sheamus to beat Gunther. I know Drew's being rumored to being added. I think we're going to get a great three-way at WrestleMania if that is actually going to be planned and confirmed. We haven't heard that to be official yet, but that is the rumored plan. Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, and Gunther. Um, if Sheamus is going to win, he needs to pin Gunther. I don't want Sheamus to pin Drew McIntyre. Then why the fuck was Drew even in the match in, in the first place just to eat the pinfall and protect Gunther? No. No. That doesn't need to happen. But, again, I'm going to let Dante speak on his behalf. But my personal opinion, I think Gunther needs to hold the IC title and beat the Honky Tonk Man's record to become the longest reigning IC champion in WWE history. And then by then, hopefully you can find somebody to beat him. I agree. I think Gunther should go on this massive um, championship reign. I think he should beat the Honky Tonk's um, um, record. Um, I think Gunther should go over. I think he should win. Um, the Royal Rumble is just a testament of who he is. I really believe that those that did not know who he was at the Royal Rumble now knows who he is. And they had the opportunity to watch him just dominate for about an hour of a minute. I think he's now the longest um, Royal Rumble entry ever in the company's history. Um, so I, I think Gunther should hold it as long as possible until there's a real suitable opponent um, and realistically an opponent that can dethrone him. But I believe that Gunther should hold the IC title, beat the Hunky Tonks record, and go on to being the longest um, Intercontinental Champion in history. I think it should be like that. All right, Dante, let me ask you this question. I'm going to put you on the hot seat because that's what I do. All right. So you said Gunther should go and beat the Honky Tonk Man's record. All right. Let's say that happens. Fingers crossed. But let's say that happens. Who would you have? And I need an answer. 
All right. Who would you have Gunther lose to by then? Because obviously you will eventually build up somebody. Who would you have Gunther drop the uh, Intercontinental Championship to? Oh, my God. Um, let's do this. Um, I'm sorry, but I, I had to do it. Yeah. I had to do it. I need a name, homie. I need a name. You do this all the time, and I'm never prepared. <laughs> um, <laughs> who would he lose it to? Um, oh, man. Uh, Dag. No one's coming to me. No one's coming. Okay. Um, no. I'm going to throw some names at you, and then maybe, you know, you can probably yeah. be like, oh, yes or no. All right. That would probably. All right. Let's do that. Um, let's have some fun here. All right, who should beat Gunther if Gunther's going to go on this honky-tonk man's record? How about Pete Dunne? No. Okay. All right, that was a quick answer. All right. No. Okay. Um, not, 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 not the Pete Dunne that we're seeing right now. No. All right, well, I'll ask you this then. If he, if he was the bruiserweight, would, would you have him beat Gunther? He will be a strong contender. Okay. But you wouldn't have him so, do it, though. This particular Butch character is... Oh, fuck no. Of course not. You can't have Scrappy-Doo beat. Nah. Yeah. Hell nah. Um, no. Okay. How about... How about Brock Lesnar? That's easy. That's easy. Okay. Okay. Um, That's easy. Even though I don't believe Brock has ever been... He's never been Intercontinental Champion, no. Has he ever been United States Champion? No. Brock really wasn't in the company that long. He has such a dominant... This is the longest he's been with... WWE? Yeah. When he first came in, I mean, I think he was in um, OVW and stuff like that. Like, that was a developmental sense. Yeah, he was with Batista, Randy Orton, John Cena, and Shelton Benjamin. Was it OVW or S? OVW. Uh, right. So he was there and then he came up. But he wasn't on the main roster long. Nah, he two years. Rocky. He beat Rocky um, at SummerSlam, I believe. Um, beat The Undertaker. Undertaker. And then he had a program Big Show and then he was out. That was it, yeah. So um, that just says a lot about who he is. Just right there. He's a fucking um, beast. But, but I really think Brock Lesnar and... Gunther, I think that would be so easy, you know. Yeah, I mean, it would. But um, when you talk about legitimate and realistic, Brock Lesnar would be the one that could do that. Um. All right. I'm gonna throw a little, little shooting dart at you. Um. How about? How about Seth Rollins? Would Seth Rollins' character would have to become? It would have to. His character would have to shift. Okay. Like you can't joke around with Gunther. Yeah. He's not a joke. No. You know he's not. He's a wrestler. He's a wrestler's wrestler. Facts. Character could still work and stuff like that, and the whole stuff like that. But I believe that Gunther would bring the character that we're seeing in Seth Rollins. 
to a different place. You know? Yeah. Um, Rocky always talked about, you know, the um, last man standing, no, the I quit match that he had with mankind. Oh, man. Iconic. It, it, it brought a lot out of Rocky that they never saw before. You know? Right. Cocky, he was arrogant, you know what I'm saying? He was, you know, a braggadocious, egomaniacal, you know, because he was with the nation of domination. But that particular match brought something out of rock that people didn't, that people really didn't see. I yeah. believe the Seth would have a program with Gunther. I believe we would have, we would still see the same flamboyant, um, over the top, um, character that Seth Rollins is right now. But I believe that Gunther, Gunther, because of who he is, Gonna bring that character to, to a different place. That would be an interesting feud. Yeah, that would be that would be a really good one. Because, as well as Gunther is technical, he's really a brawler, right? And try to see Seth Rollins try to overcome that, and he's a smart wrestler as well. That Royal Rumble, I, I want to go back to that real quick. Yeah. That Royal Rumble, if you did not see the Royal Rumble 2023 that took place, I believe, in San Antonio, please go back, watch the Royal Rumble, really watch Gunther work. Mm. It's really the introduction to the world of the future. It really was. So that would be an interesting program uh, to speak for back to Seth Rollins and Gunther. I think that would be an interesting program to see. Gunther is... Hands down. Um, I'll start just naming shit, and I'll give you guys my opinion on it, and and uh, I want to hear what uh, Dante, because this is a casual conversation. We're just kind of shooting the shit right now, you guys. We're just talking. Um, Gunther, best pro wrestlers in the world today. We'll talk about the men, and we'll go to the women. The women is going to be a little bit more interesting. Um, but the men, um, if I had five, not not specific order, but if it's just at five right now in the world of pro wrestling, majority of them are in WWE. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I would say Cody Rhodes. I would say Seth Rollins. I'd say Gunther. I'd say Brian Danielson. And um, if I had another one, I have to put the head of the table. Roman Reigns in the top five. That would be mine. Um, Dante, do you have anybody? If you just had to name five, it doesn't have to be in a particular order. To beat Gunther? No, no, just just five people, five male wrestlers that you think are like really good right now. Um, Roman Reigns. Um, Seth Rollins. Um, Bobby Lashley. It doesn't have to just be in WWE. You could do AEW as well. Okay. Um, so that's WWE. Okay. Um, Ricky Stark is... He's so good. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. He was real hot. And it's kind of... I don't, that's another conversation. Um... Ricky Stark and um, MJF. Uh, time out. Time. Pause. Pause. No, you did not. Yo. 
You got to get Bobby Lashley off the list. No, you did not not put Brian Danielson over Bobby Lashley. You asked me, Mike. Oh, my fucking God. Did you guys hear this, nigga? Yo. You, 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 you asked me. I did ask you. Yes, I did. Absolutely asked me my top five. Yo. I love Bobby Lashley. I've always loved Bobby Lashley. Um, He's a fucking beast, man. I love Bobby Lashley. He's a legit. He's a legit fighter. He was in yeah. MMA, and he's won some matches. Like he's legit. He's real. Yeah. So I, I love Bobby Lashley. I just think that he has an incredible look. Um, yeah. And now everything else. Now, now, what do you think? We'll we'll talk about Bobby Lashley. Let's talk about him. Um, what do you think about the hurt business potentially coming in? I, I didn't really get your thoughts on it. I know it's been teased for a minute now on Raw. So what do you think about the Hurt Business possibly coming back together? Love it. Love it. Um, the Hurt Business could be a great replacement in an event that the Bloodline dismembers. Dis- 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 there you go. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, if, if that's so. Would I want to see the Hurt Business go against the Bloodline? No. Because um, we know how that's going to turn out. Let's be real. Let's not bullshit anybody. We know how the yeah. fuck that's going to turn out. And we don't want to bury the blood. We don't want to bury the hurt business no. at all. But they got to get over again. You know, um, they were a pandemic faction. You know, fuck Vince um, McMahon. Fucking a. They were. They. They were. They. They absolutely. They were a, a pandemic faction that the the people in the arena really didn't have a chance to see. So I think that they coming back would be great. It will help revive Shelton Benjamin, which is an amazing athlete. Yeah. Um, Cedric Alexander, MVP. It's it, it really good for business. It's really good for business. I think with I, – I, I'll say this early. I think Brock Lesnar is going to beat Bobby. I do at WrestleMania, and I think that's going to kind of – you know, really hurt Bobby, and I think that's when he's going to become vulnerable and go back to the bloodline. Are oh, you mean the hurt business? Yeah, I can see that. I'm I'm tired of this shit. I'm sorry. the The Lashley Lesnar thing. I mean, two badasses, two bulls duking it out. I mean, me personally, the last two matches really weren't good. Just my opinion. Um, I thought they were shit. Actually, uh, you hyped it up so much, and then WWE let us down with that. Um, that was very disappointing. Um, they're having it at Elimination Chamber. I don't think we're going to see a winner, uh, Dante. I really don't. I think this is going to be a seed being planted for WrestleMania. And I think we're going to get the final encounter at WrestleMania in a stipulation, maybe a last man standing. Um, that's just where my head's at. Um, I told you I, I don't want to see this. I don't really care for it. I'm on Gunther and Lesnar, but... Obviously, that's not going to happen. Hopefully, that happens at SummerSlam this year. Triple H, come on, man. Come on. Gunther, Lesnar, SummerSlam. Let's do it. But Lesnar, Lashley, they'll have a match at WrestleMania. This isn't over. Um, and yeah, so it is what it is there. Let's, uh, let's talk about the females, man. Let's talk about the females in WWE. I want to shout out Montez Ford. 
that's all I'm gonna say. Shout out to Montez Four, man. But yep. but <laughs> yeah, y'all know why. Um, Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair, her run as Raw Women's Champion. I love her. So shout out to shout out to B. Big fan. I know Dante's a big fan as well. So the Wrestling Takeover officially shouts out Bianca Belair. Now, speaking of B, Dante, we this ain't looking good. Um, I don't know what's going on. Um, you kind of want to educate everybody on what's going on with Bianca Belair. Who is she going to face at WrestleMania? We're hearing Becky. We're hearing Bailey. But then we're seeing Trish and Lita. What's going on there? I don't know. You know, honestly, to, think, to be honest with you, I, I really have no idea who she... Um, I think we're supposed to find out the Elimination Chamber, right? Yeah. Uh, I hope it's Oscar. Me too. I, I hope it's Oscar. Um, I really don't want to... I, I saw Oscar backstage and she was like, you know... She's so good, man. Yes, She's so fucking good. Please keep her special. Yes. Lee, you brought back this, this gimmick that she's had. Um, don't overexpose her. Keep her as mysterious as you can. Um, bring her out when it's absolutely necessary. I don't want to see her backstage. I don't want to see her in the camera angle. I don't want to see her in a backstage promo. And she's just standing there smiling or whatever. Triple H, please, you listening? Please keep her special as possible because she, she needs to win at WrestleMania, and she needs to go on a massive run. She really, really do. But just keep her special. Overexposure has hurt many, and I don't want to see her overexposed. Nah. That character, Meek, is an old character to a very new American audience, and you don't want to kill it. Can't do it. Just my opinion. Can't do it. Um... So, Bianca Belair, WrestleMania, it's Asuka. It's got to be Asuka, right? It's got to be Asuka. First Bianca, WrestleMania. Let's uh, let's do something that I'm very good at. <laughs> Fantasy booking. I'm very good at that. Uh, um, we can agree right now that it should be Asuka versus Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. All right, that's squared away for the Raw Women's Championship. What do you do with Becky? What do you do with Bailey? What happens? This is just me. This is just me. But uh, Triple H, he really wants his girls in the Raw Women's Championship match. No, no, no. Number one, Bailey has been booked like a fucking loser. Shout out to Bailey. I love you, but you've been booked like a loser. I'm just giving you my opinion. All right, I'm watching the TV show, just like Dante and everybody else. He could agree with me. You've been booked like shit. You have not been booked as a top female star like you should. You've been losing a lot of matches. You do not deserve to be in the Raw Women's Championship match. Hello to Becky Lynch. Love you. I'm a big fan. You don't deserve to be in this match as well. You haven't done anything to even earn a shot at the Raw Women's Championship. You've lost to Bianca Belair several times. It's just my opinion. It's just how I feel. 
You know who does deserve it? Oscar. Oscar deserves it. Oscar's on this run right now. She's a fresh match. We've seen Bailey Bianca. We've seen Becky Bianca. Rinse and repeat. We need new women. We need new women in the women's division. And we're going to talk about the women's division a little bit more in depth. But I just wanted to bring this up with Bianca Belair that Asuka is the best choice. Becky Lynch and Bayley should have a match. Not at WrestleMania. I don't want to see that at WrestleMania. I actually want to see Becky Lynch teaming up with Trish Stratus. Versus Bailey teaming up with Lita. Y'all remember that interaction? I think it was Lita and Bailey. Or maybe, if memory serves me correct, Dante, was it Lita, you know, screwing over Bailey inside the steel cage match? Was that true? I could have sworn I seen that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let me flip flop that then. So let's get something like a, a Alita and Becky, maybe versus Trish and Bailey at WrestleMania. Something like that. It gives the women something to do. Um, I'd like to see that. I really would. I think it would be a nice little match for all four women. Trish wrestles. She's the GOAT. For now, people, for now. For now, she's the GOAT. But Trish Stratus, Lita, they have a match, WrestleMania, with Bailey and Becky. And then uh, that is squared away. Becky has a match. Bailey has a match. We're all good. Um, but the Raw Women's Division, Triple H is trying. Triple H is trying to have the wrestlers connect with the fans. He's not really doing a good job job so far so far uh we keep seeing bianca belair obviously because she's a champion so that does not count but we keep seeing bailey we keep seeing becky he's going to the well multiple times multiple times we need to see new women the problem is dante i don't think the fans really care about the other women am i wrong by saying that um, I just think a lot of them, I think a lot of them are in limbo. Um, this is the first time I've really seen Becky Lynch kind of like out of the loop. Yeah. Um, at WrestleMania season. I'm not sure why that's like that. Um, because she, she definitely still has so much to offer and, and, and to give. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what happens to the women's division. It has taken a negative hit. Um, I don't know what it's going to take to have the women's um, division recover. I think all promotions right now are having a hard time with the women's division. They're just not really getting over the way that they weren't they once were. Um, I'm not sh- I'm not sure, you know. And 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 you know, I, I was hearing rumors about oh, you know, all women's promotions. No, please don't. Just don't think it works as well as people think it will work. Women's wrestling is I, not a draw, people. I'm sorry, it's not. I'm sorry. Not solely, not, not solely alone right now. Yeah, and I'll say 
now because anything can happen later in the future. Um, but right now is is just I mean, look at it right now. Struggling. You know, it's it's struggling. It's struggling really hard. It's not just AWWE too. It's just having a hard time with the women's division on Raw, SmackDown, and on NXT. I mean, just the women's championship alone um, is a huge indicator of the struggle right now within the women's women's division. It's just tough right now. Um, So, yeah. Now, it's really. It's really, really hard. Now, I'll say this. I might get some flack, but it's my opinion. Again, I have to repeat myself because I see people always attacking me. I say what I say, and I mean what I say. I never attack the pro wrestlers' personal lives. I don't care about that stuff. I'm only, my opinions are based on what I see on television and what I read in the internet. Like I always say, don't believe everything you read on the internet. But, What I see on TV, I will gather my own thoughts and opinions. And so, just like I said about Charlotte, I'm about to say it with Becky Lynch. It feels like all they care about is having Becky in the world title scene. If they don't have Becky in the world title scene, they have a problem. But here's the thing. I could say that about Bianca Belair. If Bianca Belair, you know, wasn't champion, but she consistently kept being involved in the title scene. I would have said the same thing. They have a problem. And you can fix it. It's not that hard. Get rid of the women's tag team championships. Pronto. Stacked. As in like two years ago. Get rid of the titles. Introduce. I've kept saying this for years. Introduce a mid-card intercontinental type of championship for the women's division, just like AEW has a TBS championship, even though they're struggling with that shit. It's insane to me. Um, Introduce that. Get rid of the women's tag team titles. Have that mid-card title float between Raw, SmackDown, and, and NXT. You need to include NXT. All right? Um, Let's get some mini rivalries with the women's division. It's like, these storylines are fucking whack. You want my honest, blunt opinion? These storylines with the women are whack, Dante. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Listen. Oh, um, I thought you had something to say. Um, yeah, they're, they're whack. They don't have any story. There's nothing for these women to really fight over. Uh, we keep getting recycled women for Bianca, Becky, Bailey. Um, you know, Raquel's struggling to get over. No one really cares about Raquel. Did you hear the reaction when she came out on Monday Night Raw? I'm kind of ranting, but it's just, no, no, no. I'm, I'm very passionate about, you know, women's wrestling. I love women's wrestling just as much as Dante does, just yeah. as much as everybody does. But I want to be honest. That's what I've built this podcast on honesty. I want to give you guys my honest, in-depth, you know, unfiltered opinions each and every time I'm on here. The women's division is not good. It's not being booked correctly. Um, Now, I appreciate Triple H from the standpoint that he's getting, you know, a lot of women into the WWE. You know, Emma, to know Dashwood came back. Uh, Mia Yim came back. Chelsea Green came back. I'm loving the storyline with her. The Karen stuff, the psychotic character. I like it. 
So let's see where it goes with it. Um, the women's tag team division. What division? There's no division. You have no women. Triple H has got to do. How do I put this? Not a better job, but he just he needs to do. You know, he's to prioritize the women's division and make it feel important. I couldn't name him one time that in a non-title feud within the women's division that was really good. I can't name one. If Dante can, please do, because I can't name one. Um, is women's wrestling a draw? That's that's tough because if presented correctly, yes, it can be. But the problem is it depends on the individuals that are in place and if they are big stars. Like, for example, looks like Rhea Ripley and Charlotte might be main eventing night one of WrestleMania. I wouldn't put it past management to do that. You have two nights of WrestleMania. And they get a pass because you know why? Rhea Ripley won the Women's Royal Rumble. If Rhea Ripley ain't main event in night one, then what the fuck is the reason for Rhea Ripley to win the Women's Royal Rumble? But I'll come back at you and I'll tell you that the Bloodline storyline with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens is just as much as important as Rhea Ripley winning the Women's Royal Rumble. There's your problem. So WWE is going to juggle between those two matches to main event night one. That's a fact. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear no no you know news report, rumors. I didn't hear any of that stuff. It's just the truth. It's going to be one of those two matches main eventing. I'm going with Rhea Ripley and Charlotte main eventing. Rhea Ripley won the Women's Royal Rumble. If she's not in the main event of night one, why is she winning the Women's Royal Rumble? Cody Rhodes is going to main event the Royal Rumble. Or not the Royal Rumble. He's going to main event WrestleMania by winning the Royal Rumble. Why can't you do that to Rhea Ripley as well? But like I said, women's wrestling, it's in a struggle right now. At least AEW is, you know, creating some, I would say some tension. But even them, they're struggling with the women's division. WWE, you got to do better. You got to do better with the women's division. And I really think that, and I really believe that's the reason why so many years the focus wasn't on women. Maybe, and I, I, people are going to have different opinions about what I'm getting ready to say right now. Maybe it's just really hard to book women in wrestling. Is it really? Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Can't be, though. It, it can't. Because it seems like the it seems like it's a constant struggle that gets better, and then once it gets better, it gets worse. I don't know why it's a struggle though. Like, like it's like it's like it takes one step, like two steps forward. Yeah, and it's like six steps back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right now, it really feels as though the the women's evolution has even happened. I'm gonna, I I might get some heat with what I'm about to say, but. I don't care. I blame. I blame the fans as well, too. For. Not liking the same women. But it just feels they don't want anybody else. You see what I mean? Becky. Charlotte. Bianca. 
Mercedes Monet when she was in WWE. Asuka. Bailey. Those are established women. We know who they are. We know who and what they can bring to the table. What about a Liv Morgan? Liv Morgan's there. Is she really there? Not really. Mia Yim's not there. I love Mia Yim. I love her. I'm happy she's back. She's not there. Chelsea Green's not there. These aren't established women. I'm sorry. They're not. I'm not. Can that be fixed? Of course. Get a fucking pen. Get a paper. And get a brain. Get some creative juices flowing. It could work. You know what it is? You know what it is, man? I, I just don't think. I really don't. Outside of Triple H. I don't think the management really gives a fuck about women's wrestling. That's why women's wrestling is always half ass in WWE. It's like they have to force to do It's like they're being forced to do it. They don't want to do it. Now, people might disagree with that, but that is what I'm really thinking. I'm thinking that they are, they are forced to do this, but they don't want to. They don't want to put the women in the forefront because they know that if they didn't, that's their ass. They have to do it. That's why the Evolution pay-per-view was created. Why the fuck are you creating an Evolution pay-per-view? The fans told you to do that. That's why you created it. Because guess what, baby? If you wanted to do it, we got it. We would have got an Evolution. Two, three, four, five, etc. Y'all know the deal. Guess what? They didn't sell the tickets. No one showed up. Nobody really cared. It was one of the lowest rated pay-per-view buys in history. Go search it up. Go search it up. I'm not being rude. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just saying how I feel, and it is the truth. It's the truth. You know, certain women get, you know, views on YouTube. People always say, Dante, um, I'm rolling right now. I love it. But I'm just being honest. Certain women get more views than others. Why do you think we keep seeing the same Bianca, Rhea, Charlotte, Becky, Bailey? Because they get in the views. I'm lumping Rhea Ripley into that now because everyone loves Rhea Ripley. Mommy, the trademark mommy is getting all over the place with the Rey Mysterio family. I love it. Why do you keep? Why do you think we keep seeing these women? Oscar as well. I, I, don't, I don't want to forget Oscar. Oscar, even Alexa Bliss as well. We keep seeing the same women. I don't want to disrespect Alexa Bliss because Alexa Bliss is in that category with Bianca Bailey, Becky, Oscar, whatever. But those core women, we keep seeing them all the time because those are the women that the fans care about, and it's sad. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just a testament of creative. You know, it's just a testament of creative. I just don't think they have a really strong investment into women's wrestling. And now it's honestly, it may not it may not be a Vince McMahon thing. I don't... It may just, it may just be, it just may just be an environmental thing. Yeah. In wrestling, when it comes down to women, you can't say Vince McMahon anymore. You can't use the whole Vincent. Oh, Vince is out of touch. Oh, Vince don't know what he wants to do. Oh, Vince can't book. Oh, Vince can't do this. Or Vince can't do that. And he needs to go and do whatever. 
you can't use that anymore. I just think it's, I think I just really believe it's the nature of the beast. Right. Um, I believe it's the nature of the beast. If you look back at old wrestling and, and seeing old wrestling, it, it, it's always been like that. You, you've always had with male wrestling, you always have, we've always had women's wrestling. Women's wrestling just never sold as the men did. It, it happened then. And it's happening now. That's all sad. It's just, it's just, I don't know. I just, I just think it's the nature of the beast. I really contributed to nature because I was one of the ones I was like, well, maybe Vince really don't like women's wrestling, but yeah, it's, it's the nature of the beast. It, it, look, look at AEW, look at uh, impact, look at uh, NWA, look at when TNA was around, you know, um, it, it's just hard, you know, TNA, you know, they had the Gail Kims, they had the awesome Kongs, they had, you know, all these other, the same people were featured all the time because those are the people that were getting over. So it's kind of the nature of the beast within wrestling and within women's wrestling and with, and, um, you know, the business. And it's not me not wanting to support it or me not liking women wrestling or anything like that because that's a total lie. That is, Love yeah. Women. Dante that's loves why. women's wrestling, people. Everybody that's been watching the program knows I love how much I love and I admire uh, Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Now, I don't talk about it much because I don't want it to become nauseating for anybody. But everybody knows how much I love Charlotte Flair. But it's, 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 it's hard. It's really hard. That, that, that ladder in the women's division, hard ladder to climb. It's so sad too, Dante. I'm sorry for cutting you off, but uh, I'll let you finish. But I wanted to say it's so sad because, you know, you have women main eventing and the fans just don't really care even with them being in the main event of a pay-per-view a raw a smackdown whatever there's still a segment of fans that don't really care yeah and this is all sport look at the um the wnba oh god don't get, dude we can go another hour with that it's just Hard, yeah. For women, it's just hard. The, 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 the WNBA, the, the Women's Football League, which I just learned is a real thing. Um, it's hard. Just in sports, it's hard, and I, I don't, I don't know what it is. It just seems like it's the nature of the beast when it comes down to that. Yeah, man, that's that's uh. It's a reality that WWE just needs to hone in on and just keep trying. Keep trying. Uh, give us some new, fresh people. You know, um, I watch NXT on a regular. I know majority of the people that Dante probably doesn't know or he does know. Um, Roxanne Perez. There's your future. Your future top girl is there. That's her. She's going to be one of the future pieces, the future pillars of the women's, as they would say, uh, revolution. I would say evolution personally, but, um, you know, Roxanne Perez is going to be one of the top females. Uh, Cora Jade's coming along, sort of, um, but management loves her. Uh, Tiffany Stratton's personally one of my favorites. Um, that's one of my girls. Uh, her and Roxanne Perez are just incredible. Um, Nikita Lyons, if she can get better and, and not get injured all the time, 
She can maybe be a, a future piece. Um, but WWE just needs to be more invested in women's wrestling. But then somebody can uh, turn around and tell me and be like, Jordan, they are, but people don't care. They are, but they're kind of half-assing it. I don't think Triple H is half-assing it at all. Fuck no. Look at the segments. Look at the matches that we've been seeing with women's wrestling. Some good, some bad. But at least he's trying. The problem is the women, and I'm speaking for all of the women in WWE, all of them, the wrestlers. I love you guys. You guys are great. But Becky, Bailey, Bianca, Rhea, for Monday Night Raw, Alexa Bliss, Asuka specifically, those are the girls. Those are the girls. And if you're not one of those girls, don't really give a fuck. SmackDown. Ronda. Charlotte. The Queen. Sit. Even Ronda's ah, But at least Ronda's still a big name. We know what Charlotte is. Charlotte's one of the greatest of all time. But outside of them two, ah, Nobody cares about shots. You know, no one cares about Natalia. Natalia's boring as shit. I respect her. See, that's the difference. Not going to completely shit on Natalia. I think she's boring. She's boring and paint dry, but, you know, I respect her. But she doesn't get a reaction. Raquel Rodriguez, all the upside in the world, she doesn't really get reactions. Hotsy doesn't get reactions. Um, even EO. Oh, my. This breaks my heart. Io Shirai is one of the best. One of the best. That reaction or those reactions that she's been getting in NXT. Black and gold. She doesn't get those that much anymore. Same with Dakota Kai. So they have women. The thing is, the fans only give a fuck about certain few women. If if Trinity Fatu and Mercedes Varnado came back to WWE... I'd plump them right into with Becky, Bailey, Oscar, Alexa, etc. But those are two established names. They're already big names already. You got to establish more people. Now, question is, Dante, who do you have? Who's the future of women's wrestling? Roxanne Perez. Um, I still believe that Bianca Belair have so much more left to do. Um, um, Jade Cargill. I can't wait to see her come to um, WWE. I really can't. Um, I think she has more. She she has she has not done everything in AEW. By the way, there's there's some good. The women in AEW. Yeah. The women in there. I mean, people sleep on them, but if they were put in WWE, it'll be a different conversation with them. I don't know what AEW is doing with their booking with the women. They're waking up. What, That's what they're doing. I, I don't know what AEW is doing with Soraya. Oh, oh I, gosh. I, 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 I don't know what. I, I don't know. And, and, and it just like we've been talking about the state of women wrestling, it's just, I don't know. 
I really don't know. And people have been saying for years, women don't sell in wrestling. Women don't sell in wrestling. And I'm kind of like, maybe they're kind of right, you know? And I know people may not even like that I'm saying this right I'm now. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're it, sorry. It, it's the medium just seems like an old boys club, you know, to a degree. Yeah. Um, because women been, women been wrestling since the late, uh, I was looking it up. Since the uh, you know the early the the the, the mid seventies early eighties yeah you know and this problem has existed since then you know it, it comes up and then it goes down and it comes up and it'll go and it, it's not a steady slope you know what I'm saying it's kind of like a, a a boat with holes in it yeah it's like we all know it's going to sink eventually but let's do our best to keep it from sinking <laughs> it's know? so crazy like, it and it I. I... I don't want to bring this up, but I have to because it's on my mind. I'm so sorry. I really am. I'm going to be brutally. I think Dante knows exactly where I'm going. I'm sorry. If Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Britt Baker, Jamie, I don't want this to happen. I don't, it, it will never happen. We'll never see this ever again in professional wrestling. But. I'm telling you right now, if you took Jade Cargill, let's say Jade Cargill versus Bianca Belair or something, take these women and you put them in a bra and panties match, I guarantee those ratings are going to skyrocket. That's sad. That's sad. If you put all of these women in AEW, WWE, Impact, whatever, NWA, and I'm not saying, I have to repeat myself, I don't want this to happen. I'm just hypothetically speaking here. If you put those women in a brawn panties, pillow fight, mud fight, whatever you want to call it, having those segments with Vince McMahon and Candice Michelle and those type of segments. Or oh, uh, uh, a, li a live sex. A live oh. sex celebration. Shout out to Edge, the GOAT. That was cool. Um... If you have those women, and these are beautiful women, I mean, Lord have mercy. Got some beautiful women in professional wrestling. If you had some of those women and those brawn panties and shit, those ratings would skyrocket. Go ahead, Dante. No, I, 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 was, I, was, I, was, I was agreeing with you. Okay, okay. Like, I'm sorry. We're sorry. It's just... Women's wrestling just doesn't really draw as much people think and expect. And I'm sorry. I know women in, has been fighting for equality uh, for decades, generations. We got Women's Royal Rumble. We got Hell in a Cell. We got Ladder Match, Last Woman Standing. That's fantastic. But when it comes to draw, uh, it's just not, it's not it. And I don't know what you do. I don't. I really don't. And I wish I wish I knew, you know, just I'd say just stay the course, just create new stars, you know, have platforms for the women to go out and showcase what they have. You know, these are very talented women. Some of them are not. Some of these women suck. But some of these women, for the most part, majority of the women in pro wrestling are really good. They just need the opportunity. I would say. A lot of them are untrained, and there you that's go. Why, that's a better word. Yeah, 
that's why I think the WWE Performance Center is really important because they have the opportunity to learn and to hone their craft. And from what I know, I think the WWE is the only one that really has a performance center within their organization. I think I, I think AEW has the um the the factory or something, so they have their own uh, little thing. Okay, but it's not the PC. Let's be real. <laughs> I, well, they have their own thing, but it it, it, it I mean yeah it, it it doesn't help. No, the botches, but yeah. I'm actually this Dante. Before we go, I actually this. Do you think we'll ever get a Evolution pay per view for the women in WWE? No. No. Can you can you kind of like explain? Um. Honest opinion. Honest, honest to good, honest to goodness opinion. Do I want the women to succeed and be as stronger draws as men? Yes. Um. To go back a little bit. You know, people's like, oh, you know, Sasha Banks, you know, deserves as much as the men get. And I'm just like, this, oh, is, a that. Why, this is a prime example of why I said, no, she don't. It, it's just different. Yeah. It really, it's it just, it's just different. It's not going to happen. Um, I don't think they're going to do another one. I, I just don't believe it's going to happen. I think the concept on paper sounds amazing. I believe the woman evolution when it came was white hot. It was a runaway train, unmovable, unstoppable, undeniable. Um, the momentum of the the women in wrestling has totally dwindled. I mean, really dwindled. It, 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 it's taken a real big fall. Um, I just don't see it happening anytime soon. I really, really don't. I would love to. Yeah. I would love to. You know what I'm saying? If they could really do an all women's promotion, that would be amazing. But with that, that draw? Would, that would that would really be amazing. With drawing power and with the fans behind it, it would be amazing. Yeah. You know, but I would I, I but I would really see it as, you know, them doing arenas and then them having to go to small studios because people won't buy tickets for it. That's you know, the problem. I remember when I remember when TNA at one time. I believe TNA was giving out free tickets to people in Orlando. I remember that. Oh, just to come to the show, people were getting free tickets. That's what I believe. If I'm wrong, please don't add us. But I believe <laughs> they were giving out free tickets. Yeah. To fill their impact zone, you don't want it. You don't want that to happen. You know. No. So. um I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. It's an unfortunate situation, but I'm still keeping hope alive. Um, it is like a three months, so I'll say that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm keeping hope alive, and I'm really rooting for the women because they're amazing. Um, I believe that this modern wrestling of women is probably the most athletic yes. that we have seen in our lifetime. Um, better than the Attitude Era, better than the Ruthless Aggression Era, Better than the diva era, these women are just surpassed talent wise than what we have ever seen. Right. Um, I think I think during that time you have maybe you know Alundra Blaze, Medusa. You maybe have Bull Nakano. You know 
you know, Jacqueline, you had certain people that was able to hang with the big boys, but it's not like it is right now. You know, they, they pretty much, you know, can hold their own, um, if trained right and properly so that they can hone their grasp. But I don't think we're going to see an evolution anytime soon. Sorry. He's right. Um, I don't think we're going to, we'll wrap it up here. I, I don't think we're going to see that either. Um, I think, I mean, not only are the women just really good at their craft, um, the scientific, you know, mindset with these women now are, are way better. Um, but they're very sexy, very beautiful women as well, too. So that really adds to it uh, and the, the drawing and attention power, um, you know, because these women are good to look at. Let's just be real. Um just stop bullshitting. Uh, I know you want to watch women's wrestling for their wrestling. But this is where I'm different from other podcasters. I'm just really honest. And, you know, you look at these women and it's like, yo, fuck. They're very attractive. But they're also great performers. That's what I want. I don't want a bombshell that is just gorgeous to look at. But when you ring that bell, it's like there's no, there's no fluff there. There's no fluff. She's not that good or whatever. Um, you know, and, and that's what women's wrestling, you know, is kind of where it's at. You got great, beautiful women that are great professional wrestlers, strong style, in your face, smash mouth, and there's no story. There's no characters. Women's wrestling has no characters. Pro wrestling has no characters in general. I'm not trying to generalize just Women's wrestling has no characters. That's not what I'm saying. The pro wrestling industry has no characters. That's what's struggling about it. But women's wrestling alone, storylines aren't really there. There's no character development. They put on great matches. They put on bangers. Shout out to Taz. Uh, they put out bangers. And um, it's just the fans aren't that interested. They are, but they're not as well. I'll end it with that. Um, Dante, you got any last words, man, before we get up out of here? I know you want to, I know you got things to do. Um, just for everybody to just continue to support the wrestling takeover, um, podcast. This is a great podcast with a great host. Um, and Jordan Turner, just continue to, you know, support, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, this is, it's a lot of important, a lot of great, um, podcasts and interviews that's going to be coming out. So if you haven't subscribed yet, we're not sure what you're waiting for. Uh, go ahead right now. Subscribe. Don't just listen. Subscribe. Follow. Like. Share. Let somebody know about the wrestling takeover um, so that you don't miss anything um, within this podcast. But I just want to say thank you again for having me on. Again, be sure to watch the Elimination Chamber. Yes. This coming Saturday. Uh, WWE Live premium event is the Elimination Chamber that's going to be exclusively on Peacock um, 8 p.m. Eastern 5 p.m. Pacific and I also wanted to say because um, before I came on the podcast I, I saw this on the internet um, we definitely want to send out condolences to the Jarrett family yes um, and Jarrett, Jarrett's father um, Jerry Jarrett um, big time promoter um, in the Memphis area um, and just so, um, you know, heavily praised 
within the wrestling community. He was 80 years old and he died um, this afternoon. So Man. we definitely sent our condolences to the Jarrett family, to Jeff Jarrett. Um, wrestling within the Jarrett family goes even back to his grandmother, um, Jerry Jarrett's mom, Christina Jarrett, you know, within her wrestling promotion. So yeah. it's it, a really, really big family and, you know, life well lived, 80 years old. But we definitely want to send our, our thoughts, our hearts, and our, you know, sympathy to uh, the Jarrett family and the loss of a, 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 a patriarch um, in the wrestling business and, you know, someone that really uh, helped issue um, and bring in wrestling. It's that that we now, um, us, the offspring, us the offsprings are, are, are fortunate enough to enjoy. Very well said, Dante. I, uh, I agree with everything you said. Shout out to Jeff Jarrett and the Jeff Jarrett family. Uh, sending our condolences. Um, guys, me and Dante will be up here this Saturday to talk about Elimination Chamber. Um, yeah. So please stay tapped to the Wrestling Takeover on all audio podcast platforms for this Saturday. Um, Dante and I will be talking about it in depth, our honest opinions, and then uh, we'll obviously mention WrestleMania because after that, it's all about WrestleMania, baby. So, uh Dante, as always, man, fuck, you're so good at this shit. I really appreciate you as always, man. Thank you so much for obviously continuing to not only support what I do, but just coming on to the podcast. Of course, man. Anytime, anytime, anytime. Again, if you have not subscribed, again, if you're listening to, if you're listening to me again. Come on, guys. Don't, I, I don't know why you're, you, you, have it, you, you need to go subscribe right now. Go right now. Subscribe. Wrestling take over. It is not called wrestling takeover for no reason. No. Pardon the punch, but it's going to be a takeover. So you want to be a part of the movement because when this thing is 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 is, is white hot, it's going to be white hot for a long time. So go subscribe, support, 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 support. You know, and like, comment. You know, be interactive with it. You know, because we definitely want to hear what you guys have to say as well. You know, so it's not just what you know what what we're saying, but we, we we definitely want to hear your thoughts and your opinions as well. So go subscribe today. Come on now, you're missing out. You're missing out, man. Me and Dante are about to take over literally the entire wrestling community. No question. I know I'm a new podcast. I understand. I'm just new. I'm a baby still, but motherfucker, I'm making waves already, already within my third year in this game in the podcast yeah. scene. So. Um, I appreciate it. I actually want to tell you, or not you, Dante, but I want to tell everybody, um, if you guys are looking forward to uh, Johnny I Pro podcast, casual conversation, um, I'm sorry that it did not happen. We uh, got a delayed, um, and uh, we got it figured out. All right, so we're going to actually do it on Thursday, um, 9 a.m. sharp. So you guys can look forward to that casual conversation. Uh, with Johnny, I pro shout out to you, Johnny. Um, I appreciate you contacting me back and explaining what happened. And uh, it's all good, dog. So if you guys are looking forward to that, it's going to be up on all audio podcast platforms on Thursday. All right, Dante, I appreciate you so much, man. God bless you as always. Love you. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right, brother. You have a good one. All right, guys, there you go. Um, thank you guys for the continued love and support, man. I appreciate y'all. Um, stay tapped as always. Um, be sure to follow me on Twitter at JT Takeover and join the family on Instagram 
at the wrestling takeover um i love everybody over there it means a lot we're growing really a little bit more quickly on ig than twitter um i'm gonna kind of really push the ig a little bit more if you have a twitter you know follow me um i i do a lot of tweeting about pro wrestling on there and and stuff like that but instagram is kind of more of the community type of thing um twitter is as well but instagram you know i'm building my following on there so at the wrestling takeover on instagram um no article as of now for this week uh this elimination chamber week i kind of want to focus on that um no articles but if you guys missed you know other articles that i've wrote um last week week after that whatever uh discuss pw.com check it out um if you guys want to you know read them exclusively discuss pw.com slash opinions all right that is discuss pw.com slash opinions you will be able to read all of my articles on discuss pw.com thank you guys so much i love y'all it's the creative king and i'm signing off and i'll see you next time